0: Hey baby. Hey baby. What's happening? Mmm. So much is happening. So much is happening. Hello, Jam Fam. It's uh, it's your it's your favorite co-hosts, Bill and Nancy Jamison of Sex Money and Real Estate podcast, where we uh we deep dive into those juicy, confronting, authentic, robust. Did I say confronting <laughs> conversations around? You are relationships, and so in this particular podcast, we're speaking to the relationship of uh, of Bill and I. So we're excited to be on the mic with you today.
1: Yep. Thanks for hanging with us while yeah. we uh, took a break. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, composed ourselves, and you know, started working on some new material, and and working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, during the break, mm-hmm. still are working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm working on me how about you
0: <laughs> you know i'm working on me you know what is interesting is that uh that we just recorded a podcast around what it looks like to take a break and that it's really not ever a break and although we didn't necessarily record live we i don't I don't feel like we as- we actually took a break I think we just shifted a priority and mm-hmm. you know shifted our I agree with that. Our uh, our perspective or our time to really focus on some things that were coming up in our relationship Mm -hmm. and I feel actually were a direct result of us having the podcast and having so many of our conversations mic to mic, you know, in addition to being belly to belly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's um it's beautiful. So I, I really appreciate the process. Absolutely. Yeah, so cool. yeah. So we're we're here. We're uh we're we're ready to roll and we are rolling and we've been rolling and um we're coming to you with new awareness and new understanding of ourselves and excited, you know, just really excited to share with you. So as you know, we start off each one of our podcasts with magic because we believe the more we focus on magic, the more magic shows up in our lives. And how do we define magic, baby?
1: Uh, it is our ability to influence self, others, and life. Ourselves, other people, or things, and life could be you know your job, your car, anything out there that's outside of what uh, may feel like it's outside of you mm-hmm. uh, in an empowering way.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So uh, a couple pieces of magic for me Mm -hmm. uh, would be uh, I actually helped a friend move the other day. And if you're in the real estate uh, business and listening to this, uh, you don't always help your clients move. (laughs) (laughs) Get them into the house and, you know, and uh, handhold all the way through uh escrow and and you know make sure th- make sure things are lined up and get them closed and all that kind of good stuff but uh you know these were these are amazing friends of ours day and shonda who we consider family and uh, ended up helping them move for about uh, uh just uh, you know just a little over eight hours yesterday mm-hmm. yeah and so pick uh, the
0: kids up from school brought those boys over and got them incorporated into it too
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was cool. It was a great experience. And, you know, I mean, yes, it was great to assist them and, and help them out with the move. And, but you know, the magic was, uh, the move was not necessarily as big as it could have been as we, uh, uh witnessed, um, day and, and really Shonda release, I don't know, 50 or 60% mm. of, uh, the items in their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided to donate tables and, chairs and 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 lamps and lamps
0: clothes and lots of stuff
1: the couches mm-hmm. i mean lamp i mean all the stuff i think mm-hmm. it was pretty amazing they're just you know they had uh a, a few of these things for a while and were complete with the experience and you know quite the opposite of some of the houses that we walk into where, um <laughs> including my mom's where it could be like mm-hmm. you know the stuff is 20 25 30 years old and you know, it's great. Mom's not, you know, uh, complete with the experience of that furniture. Uh, but yet, you know, to see them so easily release it and say, I'm ready for something new. You know, I don't know. I just thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty amazing. So I appreciated that a whole lot. Um, so that's magic number one. And then magic number two is that I booked um, a solo vacation for me mm-hmm. uh, coming up in uh, in just a few weeks. I'm pretty excited about flying, uh, flying down to Miami for a few days and it'll be my first solo vacation. I think ever, (laughs) I don't think I've ever gone anywhere like on a vacation. Like I've taken some trips by myself, of course, but I don't know if I've ever really just like straight up went on a vacation for me. Mm. And I'm excited about that as well. Mm -hmm. I am
0: too. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you too.
1: So I booked the ticket. (laughs) Don't know where I'm staying yet.
0: Oh, I'm sure you'll figure it out.
1: So, <laughs> and then I got thinking, you know, yeah, I booked the ticket to Miami, but then, you know, Key West is pretty close. That it is. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale's right there. I don't know, we'll figure it out. I'm complete.
0: No, awesome, very cool, very cool. So, uh, let's see, my magic is around uh, my personal journey as well. Um, So it's interesting the last, really the last like 10 months or so, I have been very intentional about reconnecting in my relationship with source, God, universal energy, whatever you particularly wanna call it. I I interchange it with either source or God. And so I've started rereading conversations with God in addition to doing my, my daily meditation practice and and those types of things, it, and really digging deep into conversations with God. So, like, I'll read half of a chapter and then I'll go back and reread it again, or I'll write some notes, or I'll write some questions, and then I'll talk with my my life coach about it, or you know, my my circle, uh, my accountability circle about it, just to bounce some different ideas about it. Or I'll talk with you about it, and then you know, I'll go back and I'll reread it again and it it's just it's very reaffirming it's it's very it's it's very it's it's been an amazing process for me to get back in touch with my connection and my relationship with a higher power that is is definitely there that i believe is there that i experience on a daily basis and so in that practice it's led me to w- what is called um getting my Akashic records read. And so Akashic records are essentially the record of your soul's journey. And so if you, if you think about this, there's, there's your, your, it's the energy, it's the energy that holds in the soul, right? So the soul holds the energy of all of your thoughts, your beliefs, your, your circumstances, your experiences, and all of your different, um, all of those things from each lifetime. And so if you imagine each lifetime is a book on a shelf and then there's a shelf full of books, well some people have a bookcase full of books or a library full of books. And so it's all of this information representing all of these different agreements that you have in each one of your lifetimes. And so in spirit there are record keepers that keep track of this information just for you like just your information so each person has akashic records houses cars pets they all have akashic records because there essentially is a soul in each one of these these items and so i was referred to uh, a a coach and a akashic record reader and i like to choose people I'm gonna get in business with by referrals. You know, our business, our real estate business is 87% referral based, meaning that 87% of the time we receive referrals. So that's how I like to do business as well. So I actually received three different referrals for this one lady, this one coach, and she's amazing. And if you wanna hear more about her, I'm happy to share her information because she's truly amazing. And so essentially she is the conduit for these guides, these spirit guides and you ask questions to, to Kimberly and therein lies the translation to the guides and then they pull from your, your soul's journey. And so I was very interested in having an understanding of the agreements that I agreed to prior to coming into this life experience as Nancy Jamison. I was very interested in hearing the agreements that I have with Bill and that we may not know about or, or haven't come to light yet. The agreements around the four of us as a family, the agreements around my family, my two sisters and my mom and my dad. And so it was just a really beautiful discovery process. And so one of the things that she shared with me in our hour-long session, which was jam-packed, and I'm so grateful that I asked her to record it, is that I specifically asked her what my purpose was here as Nancy Jamison, and then the Priorities of the experiences Or priorities of the purpose rather as Nancy Jamison. And so the three things that she said back to me that they wanted me to hear that the guides wanted me to hear was that where I am right now uh, It's all about discovery unconditional love and and a wisdom keeper and so just the discovery of this process, the curiosity of this process, the unfolding and unearthing of this process. And then the love, the unconditional love piece is is really sinking in and imbuing the unconditional love and experiencing what it means to be unconditional love and to have unconditional love for myself, for others, and then all things, all life experiences. And so when I when she's like, does any of this resonate with you? I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, Kimberly, you know, if you know me, like look at my necklace real quick. We were on a Zoom call. So I wear a necklace that says love and I have been wearing that for about three years now. And the purpose of me wearing the love necklace is to remind myself that I am love. So they were speaking my language for sure. And there's there's a lot more detail and context that goes into this. I'm just giving you a super high level. And then the other thing was that the... That the the wisdom keeper, she says that uh, that I have lived many many lives before, both male and female. That uh, she actually shared with me that I was a captain of a ship at one point, and you know, among other things. And so, one of my sole purposes is to blanket the humanity, really, with this unconditional love and with this curiosity for discovery, and be. Uh, a wisdom keeper, and so that I have impact. So all of all of this information experiences through these these different lives have impact, and for me to you know, start a small group or to get into coaching or to, you know, like really like, you know, she said, you don't necessarily have to be like an Eckhart Tolle. However, what you do and who you say it with and the transformational work that you're doing has tremendous impact. And I was like, wow. So I have an accountability group. This is uh, actually my, my second one that I've led over the course of the last five years. And clearly I'm in coaching. And so Kimberly didn't know any of that about me. And, um, so I love that. I, I love that little, that not little. It's a confirmation that uh, that I'm on path. and it, it's just it was a really beautiful process. And then the last thing that I'll share about that is that she did say that Bill and I, the the intersection of our lives, the the intersection of our souls, is deep, and we've experienced many, many lives together thus far. And one of our primary purposes of us being together in this lifetime was to have those two was to have a family and specifically those two boys. So I really appreciate that confirmation as well. So it's just the self-discovery process, the self-mastery process is really beautiful and always unfolding. And I will forever be the eternal student to the whole process. So I love it. I love it. I'm complete.
1: Awesome, Mm -hmm. awesome. Did she happen to say where our lives intersected in other lives, previous lives?
0: No, uh, my sister. No, my second session was I was going to, I have a whole host of questions around for her around us. And she did actually ask if you, if she, she said, do you think that Bill would be interested in doing something together with you? And I said, absolutely. I think he'd be interested in for sure. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool.
0: Yep. Thank cool you.
1: cool cool you're welcome happy magic yes snap snap snap
0: <laughs> snap 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 well awesome. and it's really it's really beautiful because i think all of this that we're talking about as as you know we love to do is incorporate and weave the magic into our topic of discussion for today and so our topic is really well our topic is emotional maturity and it's such a big broad juicy topic that today is more of an un- introductory or a part one of that.
1: Yeah, the intention subject. really is to, you know, to throw it out there, you know, throw it out there and see uh, see what takes uh, with you guys, if you have any questions or anything specific as we dive in over the next uh, few episodes around emotional maturity. And, um, you know, and to give give you all a chance to kind of research for yourself. Because if you have never really looked at emotional maturity, uh, and maybe where you are or in relation to others or in relation to where you want to be, uh, it might be a great time for you to, to do a little bit of research around emotional maturity. And, you know, it may clue you into how, how you act or react or proactively have a conversation or, um, you know, respond to a, a situation. And uh, and that's really what's led us to, uh, Nancy and I, to this uh, on this emotional maturity path. And, you know we realize that, and I'm sure you do too, all you out there, is that, you know, we have different levels of maturity in different areas of our life, you know, spiritual, physical, mental. I mean, we all have different levels of maturity in each area of our lives. And, you know, and it could even dig down a little deeper than that. I have more maturity when I'm talking with my friends as opposed to maturity when I'm talking with my wife Mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know? Um, So, you know, and it's subtle you know, it can be subtle and, or not, you know, I mean, if you're having this like breakdown, uh, gangster breakdown where, you know, you know, you're either raging or, or crying uncontrollably around certain subject matter when it comes up, you know, you may want to look at the, uh, you know, your maturity around it. And so that's what, that's what Nancy and I are doing right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, done a little bit of research already, um, really feel like, we're starting to get a handle on what it is for us or for me, I'll say. And, uh, now trying to get a handle on what, uh, what it looks like to level up around, uh, emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. So there's a, uh, there's a website where there's a, uh, Dr. Allen, he says he defines emotional maturity as the ability to make good, positive, healthy choices during the challenges of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's that, that's pretty accurate. the The emotional maturity, as the he defines emotional maturity as the ability to make good, positive, healthy choices during the challenges of life.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, so where this came up from is that Bill and I have had a breakdown around like our our trigger our 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 argument is around communication and like forthright open here's what I'm feeling feeling communication and and that's been the thing to like really put it in a nutshell there of course there's like different details and 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 nuances to that and we struggled with getting through to the pro or to the to solving and, and the solution based and realized that we were when we did argue, it would we were in a disagreement or arguing about the symptoms or the minutia of how we got into the argument and never really got to the source of the problem or healing the problem. And so we we started realizing that there were, it was a different way that we responded to each other when we were in a breakdown, certain characteristics that when we were in a breakdown, we would see as a pattern over and over. And that wouldn't necessarily be there when we were having a disagreement with anybody else it was just simply a disagreement or a difference of opinion it wasn't this guttural you know crying emotional distraught crazy breakdown it was just it's like okay cool so you disagree with me i disagree with you okay good done you know move mm-hmm. on so what came to surface was our emotional maturity or the, the maturity in which to to move through uh, a disagreement when he and I were in it. Like, you know, what were those choices that we were making in and around the disagreement that would thwart any type of progress or a- any of it? I mean, it just would shut it down, so.
1: So let me go through this uh, this emotional immaturity list i can go through a couple of these real quick um being reactive like life happens to me Um, you act out of your emotions as opposed to as opposed to acting to act on emotions you act out um you know you're are you are pretty self-centered you're looking to avoid you know quote-unquote failure or rejection or discomfort Uh, a lot of living in the past or the future uh, and not being just not being present and accountable to where you're at right now. So some maturity, some some signs of maturity in around emotional maturity could be um, being proactive, right? Uh, choosing to being motivated, choosing to move forward despite circumstances. Uh, giving like you have, uh, you know, focusing on on others and not just thinking that the universe re- revolves around you. Uh, And you seek growth and you live in the present. Mm -hmm. So anything else come up for you around what emotional maturity is or isn't?
0: Well, the the way I think you can, you really have an indication as to where you are with your level of, of emotional maturity is that when somebody that you're in relationship with does something or like you're in you know a conversation and then all of a sudden it's like oh you know how do i respond to this person when this person does such and such a thing and so that's where we get into the you know i experience you as raging like getting super angry or i experience the other person as you know are you cold or like you shut it down and like close it off and just you go cold And then, uh, you know, lastly is the, the vulnerability, you know, like, are you open to being vulnerable or you're not open to being vulnerable? So you'll really be able to ask yourself that question, um, you know, when they disappoint you or leave you hanging in uncertainty, those characteristics you know how do you respond in the in the wake of those those circumstances mm-hmm. So that's how you can identify your emotional maturity and then I would say the more visceral the reaction to those characteristics, the lower maturity you have and the higher you, the maturity you have when you're able to go, wow, okay, you know I could see that and I may not agree with it and let's talk this out. So that was really like, our clarity point or point of clarity when we realized that there was low maturity around those specific things. And Mm. then, you know, ultimately it is being present. It's like getting, getting present, keeping your eye on the bigger picture, like your eye on the vision. It's like, okay, you know, there's all of this at stake. We have, we have commitments, we have business, we have, you know, our family, you know, you may or may not have a family, but, whatever your roles and your responsibilities are you're looking at all of these things and you're keeping your eye on the ball and it's mm-hmm. like wow you know if if i choose to stick it to you right now <laughs> or if i choose to be angry or if i choose to uh shut it down and not be vulnerable and and be cold then that impacts all of these other things and there's um there are consequences to that so it's it's really fascinating, it's really been fascinating. So, so just coming back to us f- for a moment, you know, we shared with you about how our financial maturity was really low to the point where we went through the bankruptcy, we had our electricity shut off, we were on, you know, chicken and rice for years. We were, like, we did all of those things and It was the choices to move us out of that, to to focus on abundance and change those scarcity money patterns and to have a budget, to stick to the budget, to have the weekly budget conversations, to do Dave Ramsey financial piece multiple times, to read money books, to you know, write and create money mantras and like keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again and look money in the eyes until we moved out of that and and it was reps. It's just like repping a bicep curl. You know, you start with a bicep curl at one pound and then you move to two pounds and then you move to five pounds, and you move to 10 and lo and behold, you know. So it's a process. So when I think about the emotional maturity piece, it's a process and the only way you know where you are in that in that spectrum is to assess and get real honest with each other. You know, get real honest with yourself as to where you are within those characteristics. And then from that point you say, okay, I choose this. Mm-hmm. But you but there is a point in which you can either choose to continue to kick and scream or you can choose to say, I want a different experience. And so back to the financial piece You know, we wanted a different experience. We wanted to experience abundance and we are experiencing and and really living a life full of abundance and it takes work. And so as far as the emotional maturity piece, I believe that we have been really focusing on all of the other beautiful aspects of our life. And we've been focusing on increasing our emotional maturity. And sometimes some things just take a little bit longer than others, you know? Like physically for me personally, I it's still tricky for me to do a pull-up. Like some days I'll knock out a pull-up and other days I'm like, shh, Like it's not, it's not a habit yet. It's not something, you know, I 100% believe in that I can do at any point and just like kick up to, or uh, not kick up, but like hop up and do a pull-up, you know? And so some things just take a little bit longer to um, to embody, and we're we're working on it. And we're doing it. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that, and I appreciate you for that.
1: So that's uh, that's what that's what we've been up to. And that is what we are up to. We'll continue to be up to, mm-hmm. and um, my intention—I think it's Nancy's intention as well—is to to share a little bit more of our journey and uh, and continue to be um, transparent and even more transparent with it. Mm-hmm. But just kind of want to lob that lob that out there today and uh, let you know, y'all know what we're up to. So that's it. That's what I got today. Cool. Anything else you'd like to add to it?
0: Mm, I don't think so. I mean, of course, if you have any questions about anything or you have comments about anything, feel free to reach out. We're on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, you know, our Facebook group is still kicking, and our private Facebook group—it's love, money, and real estate. Uh, well, the private Facebook group is love, money, and real estate. The the open Facebook group is sex, money, and real estate.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get back to. Publishing some videos and, and, uh, offering some content, uh, there that we would not necessarily offer anywhere else. So, uh, come and join the group while you can, while it's still free. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we'll see you guys, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Awesome. Yes. Have an amazing day, baby.
0: Thank you. You
1: too. (laughs) And we'll see y'all on the flip side.
0: All right. Bye for now. Bye. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jamison.
1: And I'm Bill Jamison.
0: And remember, it's a great life. Woo! (laughs) Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast we are not doctors or licensed therapists, we are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.